The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What a great morning it is. It's uh, December the 9th. It's actually the 79th day of fall, 8 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is, we're all here for the first time in this space. And that means we all have the same opportunities, the same opportunities to let go of behind and focus on making you from this step forward. So I believe none of us are here by coincidence. I be here. There's a message here for everybody. And we're divinely aligned to be here. This really, God's got my heart lately. The message is entitled negative pain residents or negative residents pain bodies but I, i've actually got something that i really like to speak to um and the world at the moment is is um having a media frenzy we're focusing on acts of terror i'm going to refer to them as acts of terror things that are so destructive that they change our daily lives and it's on my heart to really tell you to talk about this this act of terror as we know about a hundred Republican Guards started off this movement, and it isn't really them I'm going to focus on. The, the problem I'm going to focus on really is the people doing this. The people doing this, and this all, will all track back to the heart, which is what I'm going to talk about on this program. The people doing this are young students worldwide that have been recruited sometimes on laptops or they've been spoken to. So I'm going to speak and really elucidate that part of it. What we've really got to look at is the causality. Yes, the effect is they're causing chaos and they're killing people. That's the effect. But when you stop people using guns, they'll merely use other things. The heart is the thing that's pushing this forward. The heart of young people that are so void and depraved of love or of reasoning or of God, because whatever beliefs i'm talking to a worldwide audience here a secular audience but and i i I don't want to exclude anybody so i'll put a disclaimer on that we are all in love so we're seven billion people in love because we're in god's image so that will put the religiosity thing aside what is it in a young person's heart that would make them so depraved that they would kill people they don't know even children, even their own children, because they want to attach to a purpose. So when you look at this global problem of the human heart that is so depraved and it's gone to new levels because they're young recruits from all over the world. Some of these are intellectual people. Some of these are students. Some of these are professional people that were so empty of love and of purpose that they attach themselves to something that then becomes their new purpose. So it's the ideology of that that, that is totally void of, of love, basically of our, of, our like, of our image, 
of what we were created as. We need to look at that bigger problem. And I'm going to piggyback now. This will all step into place why I'm mentioning this. The name of the show is Negative Resonance or Pain Bodies. As you're aware, we all have a past. It's something we all have. But some of us are not really fully aware of how this past is affecting our present. It's so fundamental to our entire spiritual walk and mental health and quality of life, but yet so unrecognized. It can take dominion over your entire life, if not conquered and put to death. It can skew your perspective on life to view things from the rearview mirror, obscuring the view that can open the way to greater horizons. As you're looking at a small dot, very often of pain and of disappointment, and editing your your future, editing your now. But I'd like to tell you how all this got started. We are born with a completely clear canvas. No experiences, no past hurts, no past disappointments. As we grow, disappointment takes shape from a number of things. It can be from being called hurtful names by a parent. It could have been left or abandoned. It could be, you know, failed relationships, career disappointments, or anything else that didn't meet our expectation. When something doesn't meet our expectation, no matter what it is, because we've had an expectation of the outcome, that expectation that's not met gets stored as something that was negative. Each of us have experienced one or two of these areas that I was just highlighting, if not all of them at some time in our lives. So this negative pain resonance is stimulated by the events in our lives and it acts as a trigger to impact our daily life. And it's really in close relationships very often that this trigger has an opportunity to, to react. It gives it a unique opportunity to, to react. But at the same time, when something is react, it gives us the, our ability to conquer it. So I'd like to talk about how avoiding the buildup of this and how to avoid un- unhealthy relationships. And I'll focus on what you need to do to overcome to live freely in this world. With the impressions that you've encountered, experiences, they've all left an imprint. The type of impression leaves behind is based upon your interpretation or our perception of an event, which is perceived as negative and then manifests as pain. When this pain gets stored, it acts as negative energy that builds up, which can represent a light or the dark in a person. Because obviously our failures that restore as negative is, is our darkness, and obviously our positivity is our lightness. So there is definitely a parallel and a balance between what are we storing that's building dark or what are we processing of what we're experiencing that's bringing us a deeper understanding and a deeper wisdom. So we need definitely to focus on what we're putting in because ultimately what we're putting in is putting out. But the, the darkness we've had, in other words, our negative residue or resonance, it can manifest the brokenness in our lives we subsequently go on to seek broken things that have, re- that have manifest as our childhood. It becomes food for residual pain. If we have residual pain, how this works, if we have residual pain, we feed off more pain. So that pain that we have gets fed. Very often, if our pain has come from childhood, which most of us in the first three years of living in the first three years of living, most of those things that we've had that have been hurtful over us will, to a certain degree, dictate 
some of our psychological, emotional problems as we, as we grow older. And that acts as a negative energy bank. And it can lead deep residual scars, which are, which are known as these, as these pain bodies or pain banks. And I want to piggyback how this fell onto this introduction that I gave you. And I'm not knocking any particular men or women in this. I'm just saying it in our society, men, and I'm not singling out men because it takes two to tango, not wanting to rise up to stewardship. In other words, if I'm bringing life into this world, whatever I'm bringing into this world requires me to step up and be more of myself because yesterday will not be enough to basically cope with the stewardship if I've taken on board anything new today. So very simply, I need to rise. So we're basically living in a world that enjoys the party but shrivels at the thought of a cleanup. You know, when a father leaves a child, the heart can be beaten down. A lot of unloving feelings can grow and it can manifest in brokenness throughout a person's life. This could be a father or mother leaving. I'm just going to make it general. So when something has happened that is removed from us, it makes us feel unloved because a young child in those formative years it just reflects from their environment. So if they come from an unnurturing environment, it's like if you go into the animal kingdom, it's those first nurturing years that are so important because they very often set the foundation of self-esteem. They've set the foundation of how we feel about ourselves and also our mental well-being comes from that foundation. If I was born on something shaking, I'm then born in a hostile environment. And if I feel unloved when I'm young, I can only manifest brokenness when I get old. So it's this mistreatment, and it's obviously at endemic levels. It's been going on for decades, of course, the deterioration of families. Divorce rates have been skyrocketing. I'm looking at a causality. The effect is we've got a lot of really angry young people and a really lot of angry old people that are creating a problem in the world that we're focusing on negative all the time rather than on, co- uh, on causes. Effects are easy. I can put a Band-Aid on an effect. You know, I can blow up a camp or this, that, and the other that I perceive as causing problems or a- enemy problems. However, the causality is, is where we go, and that's really societal. It's cultural. So we need to look at causality. And, you know, I'm really here to tell you this morning that when it be- whatever you're going through, it's a season. And through God, there is an ability to change these things. Because if we go back to how we were created, which was in love, that in effect would, would give us our identity, because our identity would be in God's image. It would give us love for him, which in turn would give us self-love for ourself, Right. So we're loving ourselves in a healthier way because we're not loving ourselves like ourselves because we know by what's going on we're not loving, we're self-loathing, right? So if we're loving for God, we have a better relationship with ourselves so we can then manifest this to a better society, a culture with less crime, a culture with less youth suicide, and all of these problems would begin gradually. It's not an automatic crystal ball, a jumping genie gradually would begin to reduce. We would go back to how we were created. We have another segment coming. I'm excited about doing this with you guys and have a wonderful break. Speak to you after the break. Take care. (laughs) 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Hello, welcome back after the break. I hope you had a great break. But, um... Yeah, I'm going into uncomfortable territory today because I, I know that most of us, regardless of our beliefs, we have one commonality. We want to go to a new dimension. We want to really change the world so it's a better place for us to live in and a better place for the next generation to, to live in. So I'm speaking to unified people because we're all unified in love and we're created exactly the same. We're created in the same spirit and in the same likeness. So I'm appealing to, to this to us. It's And I feel when the ground is shifting the way it is with some of the problems we're having, rather than looking at the problem, we should look at basically God and the problem because it's shifting, giving us an opportunity of people of faith to actually rise up because when opposition rises, in other words, if, if we have a downpour of rain, what you do is you put the sandbags in front of your door to cope with that extra water that's being pushed upon you. So as darkness rises, it's really up to us to rise as um, passionate these people are to cause disruption, that's how passionate our faith and our faith to become better people should become. So it's not about reacting. What happens with reaction is we throw fire on fire, and what do we do? We get multiplication. If I suddenly throw fire on you and you've thrown fire on me, we're really at square one. We're not moving forward because we're, we're posturing. But proactiveness really is looking at reconciliation, right? But also looking at... Uh, the cause of something. If I'm medicating the effect of something, which is trying to fight something off, the cause of it is still going to remain the same. The cause of it is still going to remain the same. So coming back to this brokenness, and I was discussing about families earlier on, there's a report that I read in Washington, um, from Washington, D.C. It's a lifesite news.com from January the 4th, 2013. The number of children living in single-parent homes has doubled since 1960, according to data from a 2010 census. 
This is the most recent census data that I could find, showing the percentage of two-parent families has dropped significantly over the past decade in all 50 states, and I'm referring to the U.S. here. Even as the total number of American households of children increased by 160,000, the number of two-parent homes declined by 1.2 million. So we had an increase of 160,000 households with children, but the number of two-parent households declined by 1.2 million. Today, one-third of American children, a total of 15 million children, are being raised without a father. Nearly 5 million more children live without a mother. We live in a world that many hearts have become hardened as we have not forgiven the ones that have transgressed us. So what happens unless I can forgive that, unless I can forgive my past, I have no solution to my present. I'm going to abbreviate that. Unless I have a solution to my past, I have no, no immediate solution to my present. So when we take offense, this obviously builds up and up and up. So piggybacking on, on this... Over the last few decades, we've had the collapse of families. We've had the collapse of, of unity. We've also had the collapse of character, rights and wrongs, all of these things that a unified family can teach. But all of these things have been manifested over the last two or three decades of if enough people are doing something, well, that's going to be the right thing to do. So it's a societal thing. It's a cultural thing. And just to, to show you how alarming this is, in 2012 – Children between the ages of 10 and 24 years old, 5,000 died in suicide alone, alone in the United States. So in 2012, between the ages of 10 and 24, 5,000 died alone in the U.S. And this really is something that we really have to look at, the causality, because the solution really is, is in that. It's... Uh, Resolution of the past is solution to the present. And I'm a great believer in let's do this properly. We have one life. We're all following God. And we have one life, but it's, it's an opportunity. If you look throughout the Bible, all of these things that have happened, there are opportunities for us to rise up. And I always, I'm, a, I'm a, not just because I'm a minister, but I believe that if you put light into any dark place, because people are more comfortable in love because they're born in that image, they need to relearn who they were. They need to relearn who they were made before life messed them up. Because they were born like me and you, but the experiences they've had in the environment that's permeated them, they've become a, a, a basically conditioned to their experiences, which have conditioned their heart and hardened it. And as we know, the heart precedes the activity. When I act, the heart predicates action. So it's the computer program that will predicate what comes on your laptop, not the laptop predicating the program. So this is how we've got to really look at this. It's the heart that has predicated all of our behavior, same way the computer program predicates the action of the computer. So what we really need to do is not try and fix the, sur the surface of the computer. We need to go back and fix the, the, the workings, the, the, the mechanics, which is the heart, the human heart. This needs to be spoken to, radio shows, churches, preaching, wherever people have been infected with negativity, if they relearn who they were, because a lot of this wasn't foundationally done in their first formative years, they've had no foundation, they'll have a foundation that will change their behavior. I'm spending a lot of time on this. I haven't really prepared this. It's a live worldwide show, but God 
God has a hand on you. And I mean, I've been praying on this and thinking about this for the last couple of weeks. And I've, it's a little bit unstructured now, the show, but it doesn't matter because I'm not building brand. I'm trying to build you through God and I'm trying to, to make a difference. I'm trying to make an impact. Even if only one person is listening, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to leave the one and focus on the 99. It, it's important. Um, you know, we're promised, we're actually promised, biblically promised that our struggle is not flesh and blood, but it's against rulers, authorities, powers of darkness, and spiritual forces of evil. So that's been written before the beginning of time. So we're seeing, we're seeing this. It's not the battle of the flesh and blood, but it's authorities, powers of darkness, which are causing chaos and destruction and, and spiritual forces of evil. So we're actually warned. We're actually pre-warned about this. This is why I always say, if you've got a BMW, look at a BMW manual. If you're a human being, you go to God's manual. You go to the Bible and, and you read these things. These things are, are down for 3,000 years from, you know, for, from Genesis to Revelation. It covers these things. So when we're promised this, and even more in, in John, we, you know, we're promised, I've told you these things. If this were not so, so you can have peace. If this was not so, take, don't take trouble. I've already overcome the world. So I've told you these things that you can have peace. And in this, you would have trouble. You will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So all of these things have already been documented. So the, the youth suicide rate really has been on my heart a lot. But the key, you know what, the, the one commonality about all this is really forgiveness because forgiveness is something we don't talk a lot about because it's hard for us to do and I'll explain to this it's hard for me to do because I'm we're all human right it's hard it's not in our nature we are vengeful revengeful bitter angry and we want to fight back when we perceive someone has done something to either hurt us to take something away from us or to deprive us of something we don't want to let go and we, we don't want to forgive. And, and this is, again, this again flows with everything I've been talking about today, even though it's unstructured because it's my heart talking, it's all going to come, it's all going to come to shape. So all of these things have happened or are happening because of anger that's built up. Now, if all of my anger is built up from before, it can't be built up from the future because I haven't walked through this minute. None of us have been here. So it's basically a, a mirror of what has happened before that's manifesting in our present. So all of this stems to, doesn't matter what belief we have or whatever we have, it's forgiveness. And forgiveness is the hardest thing to do in our humanity. Really, unforgiveness is not having the compassion to forgive. When I don't have forgiveness, I'm not compassionate enough to forgive. If someone has offended you or me, we have a choice to either forgive them or not forgive them. I mean, that's our free will. It's, it's not mandatory we forgive them, and we can choose not to forgive them. It's when we choose not to have compassion for someone that has offended us or caused us harm, we then choose to have either the willingness to forgive them or not the willingness. The Bible even instructs us in Matthew, it advises us not to have compassion for our fellow man or woman as God has had mercy on us. And the reason why we're still here is, is God still puts a breath in us. And I guarantee you with the, with the way we've been living the last 40 years, if he wasn't faithful and merciful and patient, we'd be gone by now because 
I've done some some bad things, and all of us have. We've all fed the ego. We've all fed selfishness. I'm going to be completely real here. None of us are going to be ever God, but we can be God-like. You know why? Because we surrender those things of the flesh. We're dying of the flesh every day, which means letting things go and doing things above our nature. We're not reacting. We're being compassionate. We're being patient. We're being caring. We're being kind. We're being loving. We're being merciful and gracious to other human beings around us. This is something we need to take on board, not in our human nature, because that's not it. We need to take on board in God's nature. This is why it's important to know it's not about going to church on Sunday. It's not about listening to something once a week to to a seminar or a a sermon. It's about making a deliberate change to say, I'm going to make a 180 degree turn. I know I've done things that weren't great before. However, God doesn't care about my past. He's a future God. He's a rebuilder. He's a redeemer. He's a restorer. He's merciful. He's a master builder. So he cares about how you're going forward. Saul became Paul. Rahab was a prostitute and then led an army. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter what your past is. It matters what are you doing in the future. So we need to get our minds back and also be aware that some of these things we can't do our, on our own accord. People have done, not, and when I say they've done things to me, nobody does something to you. It's your mind's telling you because we take offense to something. They're doing their own thing. We need to realize someone is only giving you what they've got inside of them. If they've got a broken plate, they're going to give you a broken plate. If they've got an apple, they'll give you an apple. So their mental health and emotional health is going to manifest in how they handle you, how they talk to you, and how they treat you. You just happen to be there. So we need to forget taking things personally. And that's another thing altogether. When we, in our, we have a film, what we see is not what we see. Well, like, our mind's like a camera. We focus on something, we get an imprint, and that photographs back through our brain into our mind, and we've translated it. It's the hallucination of the conditioned human mind. It, it just what, what we see is never what it is. It's what we've edited and, my, and microfished and put in our own storage container. This opens up a whole different field, one that I'm not going to go into on this program, but we need to do things really reach out. We're more broken than we've ever been. We need to reach out to God so we can do things in a different way to create quite clearly where we are now is not bringing change. It's looking at uh, posturing and being reactive, but we need to be proactive with all of these things. If we have a bunch of people who have forgiven, we'll also be changing the world. But I'm about to go on another break and uh, love you all. And I'm excited to, uh, to speak to you in the next segment. Speak to you soon. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Welcome back. I just wanted to thank you guys so much for, for, for being here. I want to thank you for going on this journey with me. And I know I'm helping people out there. That is the key. If I can only help one person who's listening, my job's being done for the day. I'm, I'm here to rise us up, not to focus on negative media. Whatever you've been watching this morning, let not that be a part of your life. Let, let's focus on the ability we have to create change, the ability we have to create change. Going back to, to the Bible again, Ephesians advises us to put away bitterness, wrath, and anger and malice that comes from unforgiveness. So I'm piggybacking on unforgiveness. The unforgiveness you have in your heart is the reason why you have bitterness, anger, revenge, and malice. It's all come from that place that something has happened to you that's disappointed you, hurt you. It could be physical. It could be verbal. It could be things that have led to emotional disappointments, and you're harboring that in your heart. The only way we can ever have change our day today and have solution is if we resolve the past. So I don't normally look at the past but because it's boring. It's a small mirror. Rearview mirrors don't get me anywhere. I can only look through the landscape. I'm, I'm only interested in the big window picture. <laughs> we can't get to the top of K2 Mountain if we look down. We, we may fall down. So if we look at our past very often – we get dragged down by the past, and that's what happens. It's like a convection, a depression. You're dragged down by the past. Your life is robbed from the unforgiveness you don't have. It's robbed by your past because you've given over to negativity rather than focusing on love, which is God. I mean, I can really, that could really be the message for the entire show. <laughs> that's like landing the plane there, but it, it, it's more involved than that. If I could say just two sentences, we could have 100 messages in, in half an hour, but... We need to let go of past hurts. Very often we need to know how we're, how we, how we're going to let go of those past hurts. Past emotional, mental, or physical abuse or being deeply hurt, right, mistreated, it could be not just by parents, could be by a friend, could be by a work uh, colleague, it could be any, any. These are common causes of depression. They're a common cause of depression. I've had such shares of my experience, my, these experiences myself. That's why I can speak through them, through the change I've allowed to come into my life, through being aware of them. We need to be aware of those things. It's actually a good place to be in, to say I'm angry at this person or I'm resentful or I'm, they've done this and that. Because you know what? That's, that's part of getting healed is recognizing the something and then making steps right to change. So bitterness and anger and unforgiveness, they're all typical responses to an injustice suffered. 
These reactions really hinder our walk. They hinder our life. And we really need to overcome them. Most of these above cases, 99% of these things are, can be worked through. They can be worked over, done in such a way that they're, they're thrown away. In other words, they're not going to impact you anymore. Keep no records of wrongdoings. This is what the Bible instructs us. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So what that really, this is from Isaiah. What this really means is forget the past. Do not dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing. This is a new day for a new thing. Do you not perceive it, what springs up? I'm making a way in the desert, meaning if I'm depressed or I'm going through a hard season, I am in a desert because I'm in a holding pattern in my life that's not bringing me the best. Making streams in the wasteland means you're going to be provided for. If you move forward, let go, your provision will be there. This is what a stream in the wasteland is. Right now, you're in a holding pattern. You're in a desert of nowhere because when I have... Unforgiveness, I've given another person dominion to handle, control my life. Very simply, they're in control. And making streams in the wasteland means that you'll be provided for. It's a vivid description, really, of how life, how our life, we can be damaged by past hurts, a life that's become a wasteland in the desert. We don't want to be weighed down by the past, but we need to move forward to know that beauty can come from the forward motion. The, the only thing I, that can come that's different is this forward motion, this proactive motion. And one of the great things, when we get more of God's love, we can actually get more grace and empathy. The thing we need to forgive people is more grace, more love, and more compassion. And sometimes, very often in our human nature, because we've lived so long in a container that's negative, we can't do it. It's very simple. The computer programs outlived its usefulness. We need to go from Yosemite to El Capitan to get a better function for our current day life. Because our life is always changing, we also need to be changing because we're manifesting different things. We need to be going to newer levels. It's a constant battle. It always will be because, as I say, the dark prowls around like a, gro- like a growling lion wanting to eat you up and, and put you in a negative mindset. So there's always going to be a positive core and a negative core. That's, it's never going to stop, but we need to also become strong enough so we're not dwelling on the negative, we're dwelling in the positive. Unforgiveness has led to a myriad of psychological and emotional problems. And I can show you how these can manifest. A couple are taken, uh, one of them out of text. It's, ha- it's a harmless text to a friend. I just want to explain two interactions between human beings. Two people are sitting in a coffee shop. One person says, do you want to meet up tomorrow? The friend says to the person, I will text you in the evening when I can fully confirm this. So what happens, the, the, the friend turns up the following morning. He hasn't waited for the text friend doesn't show up because he figures I haven't texted you to confirm. However, the person waiting feels minimized. They feel angry, ignored, not important, and they withdraw their friendship for a while. So when the other person texts them, this is actually, I'm giving you a true story. Um, I'm a psychologist as well. So I look at these things. It would happen in, in an interaction I had with somebody. And I figured, well, I didn't text you. And I said I would text you just to confirm it if it was going to happen. But to this person, because they had been abandoned in their childhood, somebody not coming was an affront, 
was an insult. It was huge to them. And, I, and this is where we often go wrong in friendships or it can be marriages. We say, oh, this is only little. Don't worry about it. Oh, you're talking about that again. Why are you reacting? You're overreacting. You can hear this banter between people. We can never minimize someone else's pain. And I'll put that out. there. It's a message for somebody. We can never minimize somebody else's pain because that is their self-contained reality. What we need to do, and this is going to heal marriages too, we need to have compassion for that person. Rather than casting them down or telling them to be quiet or attacking them for their feelings, we need to open them up and say, can I ask why did this thing create this anger in you? We need to explore because very often they feel more isolated and angry if their partner tells them to shut up or it's the same old story. This is nothing. You're making a lot out of of nothing. But no, to them, this is huge. They have been hurt. They have been damaged in childhood. They need to, they need someone who can really get on their level and empathize with them. I'll give you another example. There's hundreds of examples. I'll give you another example. A man is sitting with either his wife or fiance and they're sitting having dinner and a lot of people now in our modern day and age, they sit with their cell phones they seem to be more in a relationship with the cell phone than with the husband or wife. And that, again, is a message for somebody. If you're listening to this, it may be best just to focus on the person and make them number one because we're supposed to serve God one, our partner two, and then put ourselves third. We don't do that as a society. That's why we've got a lot of me people and a lot of relationships breaking down. This, again, is a message for somebody. It's breaking down because we're not serving the person we're with. We need to be not with somebody for what we're getting, but for what we're giving. This message is definitely for somebody. But anyway, the guy has gets a text message. So the woman notices this text message and reacts. Is it not convenient that we have dinner tonight? Is it not convenient? So that has triggered... If someone's checking a text message and they're having dinner with you, it's convenient for them to have dinner. Their attention may not be on the dinner, but they're with you. So it is convenient. What it reacted in this lady is she was abandoned by her father when she was three or four years old. This stirred up a pain body that's deep inside from the past. And unless the husband is aware of that, he will get angry because she has not given him respect that he can do his business. She's minimized him. Women need love and support. Men need praise and respect. So that's how it operates. That again is, is coming. It's a whole other message. Women need love and support. They need somebody to talk to. They need communication. Men don't often provide this, but men want also respect and recognition and they often don't get it. So this trick of this big pain in her because of the abandonment issue. This is why we've got to go. And all this will piggyback onto unforgiveness. If I have forgiven the past, and if I realize we're going to go on a break soon, so I'm going to tighten this up a bit. If I have forgiven the past, the only way I can do that is by not taking it personally to know that people that have transgressed me have been broken and they manifested their own emotional condition upon my environment. If this is, is so real, this, nobody can make you feel angry. Nobody can make you feel bitter. Nobody can offend you without you giving them permission to offend you. You're not an abused person or someone who has been abused verbally, physically, or sexually. That was a chapter in your life. You're created in God. You're equal, seven billion people. You're in his spirit and his likeness. We go through different experiences that 
we should not let define who we are. Who we are is we're a spirit being having a human moment with the character and characteristics and the likeness and image of God. We need to go forward with that boldness and confidence to let these things roll off us and not our environment affect us. Our environment can never mold us. We need to have something bigger than our environment to mold us. Otherwise, we'll be swayed to and through like a tree that's unstable in all things. We don't want to be unstable. We, we know where we're going. There is a start, middle, and an end, and that's been written not by the devil because he doesn't have a pen. It's been written by God. He's the author, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the master planner. So it's about building yourselves up from the inside out. We're about, we're about to go on a break. And I will talk to you in the next segment. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Anne takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Thank you for coming back to the final segment. I know you're all busy in, in this season, but by making yourself available, you could change your day and potentially change your life because the idea is to sow seeds that will get us all to the top of K2, the largest, it's the second highest mountain after Everest. But it's something most people don't do because it's uncomfortable and dangerous. And many of the reasons why we don't get to our next level are our dimensions. It's comfortable and dangerous to go into the unknown. Just like what I've done with you today, I'm doing a live broadcast, unscripted for the simple fact God put it on my heart, not to build brand, but to change lives. My number one goal is to have made an impact to somebody in this hour we've spent together. My number one goal is to, to make impact, not to get tweets. I'm thinking back on, on the unforgiveness thing, because this is the key, the key to all this, the key to all this, and even from the introduction onwards is the human heart. The human heart has molded itself. It's become all of these characteristics I've been discussing. I saw a T-shirt a person was wearing 
that said this, a person can forget what has been said, but cannot forget how they have been made to feel. And I'll repeat this because this message is for somebody. A person can forget what has been said, but not forget how they've been made to feel. And I'm sensing a lot of us can really resonate with that. Very dangerous. This is a dangerous holding pattern to live your life by, as this sentiment means I have given authority to someone else to dictate my entire life. We cannot let somebody have the power or dominion over our thoughts, feelings, or how we feel. If we continue to live this way, it'll skew our entire way of living as we'll spend our entire time being bounced around like a tree in the wind or like a tennis ball, unstable in all the things, in all of people's words and actions, clinging for the right comment, the right compliment. When that doesn't come, we're constantly bouncing. So we've given our lives really over our feelings. Remember, our feelings dictate the quality of life. If I am not self-loving or if I'm relying on other people to build me up or build me down, right? My quality of life is impacted because no matter how good a partner is, no matter how good a friend is, they will have a day that they fail you, a day that they're distracted by the circumstance or their workload that they'll not say the right thing. They'll not nurture you. This is why you need to build on a firm foundation. When you build on a firm foundation, nothing comes to sway you. You know why? Because you're not dependent upon the outside to dictate your inside. If I have a hole in my, the roof of my house, even if I'm living in a mansion, I'm dependent upon no rain coming. So in the- what this really means is my foundation, it's a huge, yeah, looks really good to, to the human eye. So very often we can build careers, we can, and, and I'm going somewhere with this message, we can build ourselves up to be wealthy or acclaimed by people, famous, well-known, because we're relying, all of this is on outside sources, allowing other people to either recognize or build me or validate me in some way. But when I'm on a foundation, nobody can have dominion over my thoughts and feelings. You know why? Because I know I'm a masterpiece created in God's image and likeness. This is what a, when you're healthy inside, your outside is also healthy. Just like Paul said, consider it all joy. You know why? Because my joy is dependent upon him, which is my internal being. And that's the place I've gotten to with my life now. Ten years ago, I used to rely on a claim. I used to rely on getting doctorates. I used to rely on all this stuff. It was all dependent upon the outside environment affecting my internal being and state. But when you make a switch and a shift, what then happens is my my outer state no longer affects my internal state. In other words, it's like a car if it has antifreeze and it gets started up in a, in a freezing conditions because the inside of that car is provided for, it doesn't freeze up even though the outside is frozen. So we need to change like a microwave. And I'm giving you word pictures on this. Inside out, inside out. So this pattern, we take on a whole false sense of of false beliefs when we feel another person has made us feel a certain way and at the same time put ourselves in jail we're at the mercy of other people's words let me tell you something now i apologize on behalf of any person or persons that have spoken or acted over you 
do not take it personally or take offense as they were only mirroring the brokenness from within them and manifesting it on you. You happen just to be part of the story. It could have been Tom, Dick, Harry. It doesn't really matter. But we're not trapped because of their activity, but through our activity of having taken offense. And I'll repeat this again. We don't trap ourselves because of their activity, but we trap ourselves having taken offense. So it's something we've done, not them. We need to take the eyes, always take your eyes off the the, um, offender and look at yourself. We have done the activity of putting ourselves there. They haven't. They're just acting out their brokenness. So we have done it. It's because of our activity. It's really easier to forgive than spend your entire life as a prisoner. And I hear a lot of people say, I will never forgive this person, never forgive that person. I'll never forget. But to forgive others, we must first forgive ourselves. Things we may have done, uh, the reason why we feel regrets, we feel badly, we have low self-esteem. We need to basically let go of anger. We need not be stubborn. We need to stop thinking of ourselves as a victim, but as a victor. We need to focus on our future. Forgiveness takes away the power of that other person. It takes the power. It lets the past have the power of the past over the present. Because all you have at this very moment is now and to take you into the next step and so forth. So if I'm going into it thinking about what has happened and taking offense, I can never... We need to bring in more love to bring about the ability to forgive. And with that love, you shine on a person because it's happened with me. You either, either they have two opportunities, either they leave or they raise up. They raise up because your compassion and grace, because they're crazy in your likeness, has familiarity. They remember, they have remembrance of who they are. They've forgotten who they were created by and what they were created for. They were created in love. So when I shine, it gives the option of the offender to either run or rise up. They're mirroring this. Do not take it personally. In a separated state of humanity, we take offense as we are in our carnal. We're in our ego-driven mind, which takes things personally. We then put ourselves in the mercy of our living rather than live our lives. We need to release the other person from an offense that it's held on you. That way you free yourself of all of yourself and them at the same time. So my message with this is we need to change our internal function so we can have greater compassion, greater love, greater empathy, greater patience, greater being about ourselves so that we can, we can change the way we feel about others. So we can change the way we feel about others, the way we feel about life, and ultimately rise ourselves and change others through changing ourselves. We need to realize where the world changes. We can't wait for other people to change. We need to be the change in this world. The specific thing is darkness is around so the light can excel. We need to focus now, coming back onto the whole message. We need to focus not on negative media. We need to focus on a God in a time of trouble that requires, what does a time of trouble require? Love, empathy, compassion, and patience to be the one that can change. Because if we're all created in this image, we will be reminded of who we are. And it's in that remembrance that our patterns change, in our remembrance that behavior changes. It's been great spending this time with you. I want to wish you wherever you are in the world, just some of these things resonate with you. 
do not focus on the past, focus on the present, focus on more love, more patience, more empathy. And I hope some of these things really will dwell. I thank you for listening. If, if you want to come for me to speak at the church, this will be done in a much more structured way. I've done this as best as I could with God's ability in and through me. And I thank you. I wish you a great week. And I look forward to talking to you the next time we transcend time and space together. It's been a blessing. I love you very much. And thank you very much for listening in this morning. Take care. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living at the effect of your life rather than the cause? Do you feel stuck and ready to move beyond your self-limiting beliefs and step into a powerful new way of thinking? If so, tune into Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczak. It's a transformational movement to help you create the life you desire. Intentional Living can be heard live every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The pressures of work, home, and personal life exerts its toll on us on a daily basis. Yet, it feels risky to let others see what lies beneath the facade, let alone talk about it. What would be possible if we could connect with each other at a deeper level, in the place where our shared humanity lies? Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to discover how to do this in your own life. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms 
have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice of. 